going on, everyone? This is the Popcorn Heroes review of the gentlemen. Yes. Is it men or man? Gentlemen. Men. The gentlemen. All of the men in the movie were gentle. Yeah, <laughs> literally, they were gentle. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I am Armando. With me, as always, is Pedro. Hello, hello. What's up, Peds? Chilling, man. Ready you know, did anyone ever call you a Peds dispenser? No, that's a first. Mm. That's that's a first. That's actually quite clever. Cool, man. It's more clever than other bullshit I got. Nice, got you, buddy. A Peds dispenser. Got you, man. You could use that as your new screen name for anything you create. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I prefer Mr. Lefty. You you could you could put Mr. Peds left or left Peds. No, it's too much. It's too many. Too, too many <laughs> syllables. Anyways, Pedro, we're gonna talk about the gentleman today. Yes, this Guy Ritchie movie that came out. Guy recently. Ritchie's latest, not greatest movie. I mean, I don't think he has done anything great in a while. Yeah, not so, even, I didn't even like Aladdin. Yeah, and he made Aladdin. Yeah. I'm just like, why the fuck is he doing Aladdin? During our review, I'm going to look up what he's done, and then we'll, cool. we'll, 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 we'll get to the Pacifics later. So, <laughs> as always, Pedro, we are going to do one out of five. But before we do that, oh. give us a premise. There's a lot of stories going on, but I'll keep it simple. Tell me. Essentially, it has Matthew McConaughey's character. I don't even remember his name. He just called himself the lion the entire movie, essentially. <laughs> Wasn't it Michael? Mike, Mikey? Mike Miggs? Hold up. Mickey. Mickey. So Mickey, a.k.a. Matthew McConaughey, is this big time, the quintessential drug dealer for weed in all of London. And he's made so much money. He's a success. No one's caught him. No one knows how he makes his shit. The best of the best. And he decides to retire. Now, in doing so to retire, he's trying to figure out who to sell his operation to. And then that's generally the premise of it. And then with that comes in all these casting characters and all this other stuff starts coming into play with the conflict stopping him from doing that, essentially. essentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty yeah. much the general premise. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much the story. Mm-hmm. Cool, Pedro. Thank you for illuminating us on that. You're welcome. Uh, let us know. One out of five. What did you thought? I Small get, thoughts. Okay, I give it a... Hmm. I'm going to get real specific here. Cool. Let's break it down to the Dewey Decimal. <clears throat> it is a 2.75. Shit. I, I, I got real. I didn't quite like it, yeah. but I didn't quite Hate not it. like it. Yeah. I, I get that feeling. So it had stuff in there that was salvageable. Like there's some characters in it that I really enjoyed. Like Colin Farrell's character on fucking yeah. point. He was, he, but he's always good. He was the shit. best. His crew was pretty good too. There were a few jokes with the crew that they were like a little, and eh, they could have been a little funnier. Yeah. But pretty much the general idea of this movie that I didn't like was that it wasn't wacky enough. So I love Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels. I love Snatch. Snatch to me is his, his is fucking- Creme like, de la creme. Yes. And that to me is, it's hilarious. And it also shows how crazy- uh, the criminal life is. So they did a good job of like, oh shit, you don't want to fuck with these guys. But at the same time, oh, these guys are absolutely insane and hilarious. The gentleman just showed them being kind of crazy, a little boring and not, n- not crazy enough. I-, I-, I wanted, I wanted some fucking bonkers shit that would have me cracking up in the theater. And I didn't yeah. get that. And the theater, the theater, the trailer kind of showed that that would be the case yeah like they showed a lot of scenes where you're like oh man shit's gonna get riled up and yeah. obviously that's what trailers do best <clears throat> but this trailer lied to me like yeah, straight it, it, up yeah straight up lied to me 
And I'm just like, yeah, this wasn't what I want. I, I didn't want a down-to-earth, mellow, chill crime story like Layer Cake or something. Yeah. But Layer Cake but was layer smart. Layer Cake is so good, though. Layer Cake is smart. But what I mean is on the way of like mellowness. Yeah, yeah. It was, nothing it, crazy happened. Exactly. But it was still smart. It, gentlemen, yeah. gentlemen didn't have the smartness. It didn't. And it had a lot of scenes where it was kind of breaking the fourth wall, but not really. It was a little too... On, it was good in the beginning. Uh, I mean, uh, I wouldn't say that. For well, me personally. well, for me, <clears throat> I thought it was really good in the beginning. It got my attention. I'm like, ooh, this is going to be something different, something wacky, right? But it went on way too long, and it kept coming in at the wrong spots, like essentially uh, stopping the story Yeah, I, I, right when it's about to like kind of get good, and then it just stops. Enough. A lot of stopping. So, yeah, it wasn't fast-paced enough. Um, the characters weren't crazy enough. Uh, there's just one or two characters in there that I really enjoyed, but overall, it was just an okay movie. It's not necessarily bad, but it wasn't necessarily good. So that's why yeah. I kind of put it in there a little bit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll about- give it a three. Okay. Um, just because I thought the acting in general of everybody was really good. Um, I could agree with but that. The story itself was really boring and it could have been a crazy fun story if they allowed the characters to go that way, which they didn't. And I think that's what kind of ruined the movie itself because everybody was just so bland. Mm-hmm. Nobody was doing anything. It was just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't see Guy Ritchie movies to, you know, see people live their lives. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Guy Ritchie is supposed to be giving me smart, witty British humor. You know what I'm saying? And you didn't get that at all from this movie. Not really. Even, even, and it doesn't really matter if the main, like, the main story, the main character of the story is american it doesn't really matter you know what i'm saying like the whole the whole point of matthew mcconaughey is that he understood the british customs and the british uh culture that he was able to integrate himself into that and and is and is the reason why he created such a huge empire but it was just so boring everything about it was boring there was but it was they, it was acted very well. And I think that's the only saving grace. And you have these fun characters, like some fun characters. Yeah, uh, Colin Farrell was fun. Um, you said you you enjoyed... Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. I liked him. But he his stick got boring also. Agreed. I'm just like, there's just certain... like When, when we get into uh, uh, the spoilers, we'll get into more of the reasons why I felt this way. But if, in general, the whole movie... When I first started watching it, I was excited. Oh, man, this is a unique... A unique story thing, and it just kept going. I'm just like, oh, I'm just like, okay, now, now, all right, when is the movie gonna start? You know, and I just that kind of just bogged it down for me so much that I'm looking to my left and I see Orlando asleep. I'm just like, I get it, buddy. Yeah, you fucking. I get it. (laughs) So I'm just like, I was, I was bored with myself, but I'm still, I was still watching because I was kind of entertained. But I was just the whole story itself is just, it's just boring. It's a boring movie, and. I would have given it a lower. I mean, you know what, man? The more I'm talking about it, I'll give it a two and a half, Pedro. Ooh, lower than me. Yeah, I mean, the more I'm talking about it, I'm just like, it's just fucking boring, dude. And I'm just thinking about all the potential this movie had. The more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm talking about it with you right now. And I just, mm. I'm like, God, it's a boring movie. So I'll give it a two and a half. Uh, yeah. I'm correcting my initial rating mm. and I'm bringing it down to two and a half after this conversation. I'm having all right, you, officially 2.5. 2.5. Um, yeah, man, it has so much potential. It did. So let's get into the spoilers because the only way we're going to talk about this fully is and to for you to understand our points is to actually get into the story and you see where 
are mm. where, where, where I find faults within the story. Um, Pedro, would you recommend it? No. Mm. No, I wouldn't recommend it. Recommend it means that I really liked it. And I'm like, you got to fucking watch it. Yeah. No. If it's on TV, give it a shot. If it's on Netflix, give it a shot. But I wouldn't tell you to go out of your way to find it. No. Yeah. Not, not, not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, you just watch the other first two Guy Ritchie films, Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels, and Snatch, that's recommendations. This, no. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't recommend it. But if you so happen to watch it, see it in the streaming, yep. anything, you know, check it out. Maybe you might or may not enjoy it. Right. Um, but I would definitely avoid it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's get into spoilers. We got spoilers ahead. Spoilers. Spoilers. We're gonna spoil stuff now. Spoils. Cool. Cool. Um, so my biggest gripe with the movie, right, Pedro, is the whole narration of it all. And the narration for me slowed down the entire right. fucking movie. So in the beginning, you're you you're starting off with, you know, some cool dialogue, you know, it's pretty interesting dialogue. Um, but it just kept going. And then it became the narration of it all, and that I feel like if if I was I would have been okay with that if the movie would have done that and then just gave you the movie from there on like the right. story from there like mm-hmm. letting it unravel and him interject every once in a while with some smart yes, comments yes yes like uh, I would say even like like a Princess Bride yeah. where you know it's being narrated yeah and it only would cut once or twice but yeah, in this one he was constantly cutting it was oh it was always a cut but wait 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 you know. I got to take you back to this thing I was mm-hmm. doing now. Like, oh, but wait, didn't you worry doing this? And I'm just like, dude, just right. let the fucking story itself unravel. Yeah, the thing was, the story itself wasn't interesting enough to do that. Like, if he would have stopped, if, if there were a lot more um, crazy high, shit happening, high energy points, yeah. I don't even want to say action because it doesn't even need to be no, action. Because no. No. now I think about the one I love so much, Snatch, doesn't have any action. No, Snatch is just, it's the just very witty, though. Yeah, it's just witty. Yeah. yeah. So there wasn't any wittiness here. No, this movie was definitely not witty. No. But um, I did like Hugh Grant's character a lot. Uh, he actually felt like one of the wacky type of characters that I really wanted. He was very exaggerated, very flamboyant. His dialogue was really funny, really good. The thing is, it was just too much. Yeah, he he was he was sustaining the whole movie, and that wasn't his no, job. It no. shouldn't be. So <laughs> he uh, he should have bookend the whole entire movie. He should have been yes. at the beginning, interjected every once in a while, right, and, then, and at the end, yeah, when it actually mattered, right. And here, I think he was yeah. Too much throughout the entire thing, but he was funny. I don't know. I guess like Deadpool ish type character, and it even slowed down. Um, um, yeah, certain scenes, momentum. Yeah, the momentum, but also the character he was with. Uh, I forgot his name right now. Uh, it's Charlie Hunnam. Right, yeah, Charlie Hunnam. Yes, Raymond. Yeah, and and it slowed down his character mm-hmm. because he was so busy. His character throughout the movie was just trying to. Just waste time, like like he wasting wasting his time essentially, and trying to, um, like combat what he's uh, the guy mm-hmm. the story the guy's telling him, so he was essentially wasted throughout the entire story. Yeah, I I, I thought he had there was a good character in there somewhere because yeah. you can you kind of saw it a little bit when he was with the uh, in the slums. Oh, yeah. You could tell he fucking hates the homeless. He hates junkies. Yeah. He's like, don't make me fucking go there. And then he goes there and he's like, fucking junkie. And then he yeah. loses his shit, pulls out the gun. And I'm like, there's a good like character in there somewhere. Yeah. But you only saw it shine in that tiny spot. That, that's it. That was it. Just in that in that in that whole from from the moment he walks into the door yeah. to like intimidate them to when he when fucking, chasing them. To when he gets the phone. Yeah. From there, that's it. Raymond stopped being an interesting character because yeah. That's it. And I'm he was like, pointless. He was pointless. They didn't use him correctly. And I was like, no. And I think 
I think he would have shined more if it wasn't for that. Because if he, if the story would have itself unraveled, he would have been an interesting story because he was a right-hand man of Matthew McConaughey. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you would see why Matthew McConaughey has such an appreciation for him. Right, has him, yeah. It, and has him as a right-hand man if you just let the story unf- unfold. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of boring, dude. Like, I'm just... yeah. I I, I I didn't like how any of the characters were used except Coach. Yes, Coach was the best part of the Coach, entire movie, which, which is, is Colin, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's character, him and his crew, they were like, they were great. And I love the fact that he was just there for a little bit, right? Because he would have been an overused character, just like Huge Grant. Yes, if you know, what I'm saying if Did you he say Huge Grant, he's a not, Hugh, he's he's not a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great name. That would have been a great name. It has to be somebody who has that. Yeah. Name. <laughs> but regardless, ah, like we both sipped our beers at the same yeah. time. But anyways, but the thing is that he, Colin Farrell, is should have been a perfect play upon Hugh Grant's character. Yeah. How they were sparingly used, mm-hmm. and it heightened the movie. Yeah. And I, Hugh Grant didn't heighten the movie for me. I, I agree with you. Shandy was like, "Oh, there should have been more Colin Farrell," and I'm like, "I think there was the perfect amount." He came in when he had to. His introduction was great. Yeah. And yeah, just, just his overall, like everything. You, you got to know who he was as a person with just his small little scenes, yeah. which I thought was great. I love the scene when he was, uh, when, when he kidnapped that guy and he had him fuck the, 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 the yeah. pig. He's like, I can't see that shit again. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, the one we saw in the trailers a lot is like, his name is Fahuk. It rhymes with Fahuk. So his name is Fahuk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Fahuk, shut the Fahuk up. There's <laughs> another funny scene, dude, that I was watching that I, I laughed so hard on it and I can't remember with right him now. just in general in the movie no. I'm like damn that's such a funny scene I'm gonna remember that for when uh, no. for, for when me I gotta review the movie but then I just I can't remember it right now Shit, I had it in my mind but there was just one scene that I found it super hilarious but apart from that there was not really any funny moments in the movie either no there's just kind of made, like smart dialogue that was you know thrown in there every it, once in a yeah, while yeah the, the part that was funny so it was funny, but I also hated that they did this, which was part of uh, Hugh Grant's narration, that he'll introduce characters to create more action in the movie. He's 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 a he's he's a, an unreliable narrator. But but he but what he's doing is that he's pitching him a movie about all this. Oh yes, because exactly. at the end you see that he's pitching the movie. Right, right. So well, all this is his dramatization yeah. to make the movie better. So pretty much he'll introduce characters and make them fucking crazy. Like he has this scene with Henry Golding's character, Dry Eye, where he just fucking starts shooting. And then that's when Charlie Hunnam's character is like, that's not the dry eye I know. And he's like, oh, you're right. You're right, right, man. It's not him. <laughs> you know? And then, of course, they did the same thing with Matthew McConaughey. And that scene was so that fucking good. That scene was good. so good. And I'm like, I would have been cool if they would have killed Henry Golding by then. Oh, yeah. It would have made perfect sense for me. I would have been like, oh, shit. He's like another, uh, well, let me not spoil anything for Snatch. And just another character. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a decently big name. Decently big name. Yeah. And then they killed him immediately. I was like, oh, wow. So the but, grandpa. But no. The grandpa was... Um, Thousand Eyes. Thousand Eyes from Marco Polo. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that enough. I haven't watched Marco Polo, but I know enough to, knew, to, to recognize that He's such him. a good character, man. You know what, sh- what you should watch? Essentially, Thousand Eyes is like a, like a, it's a master in the show. They, 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 they did a movie of just him. Exactly. It's, it's like a 15-minute movie. You should watch it, dude. Netflix, it's so good. Netflix kept uh, recommending me to watch it. And I'm like, I'm not going to watch it without watching Marco Polo. And then Netflix canceled Marco Polo. And I went, I guess I'm not watching any of it. You're never going to watch Marco Polo, but you should, you, you should watch <laughs> the, 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 the Thousand Eyes one because it's essentially his story okay, of how so he became Thousand Eyes. You don't need the... Mm, that's cool. You, you never, you're watching the show. You never know his story. Mm. Essentially, he's just a master. Yeah. But this, this tells you uh, why he became... 
while he was in Marco Polo. I mean, not Marco in um, Genghis Khan. Uh, um, yeah, his, his army and, or whatever. In his whatever, in his, his circle. Mm-hmm. So this that movie explains to it his character. So mm-hmm. it's you don't need to watch anything about Marco Polo to watch the Thousand Eye movie. Well, it's yeah. so good, dude. Um, so I'm just like, oh shit, it's Dawson Eyes, dude. I'm like, this is amazing. I love that guy. I wish I would see him in more shit. Yeah. Because he's so good. And he wasn't better. And what I didn't like is like they made him too old. And I think they, they should have played with the fact that he was old, but he's still a badass. Right. They, they, like I said, everyone should have been exaggerated. Yeah. Everyone. If they would have exaggerated him in that way, it still would have been great. It would have been great. And, and then it would have made him menacing enough to realize why Henry Golding's character would have to betray him. Like, oh, let me shoot him in the back because I can't fucking like handle yeah. him. You yeah. know, so there were just certain things that's like, damn, you could have really made these characters interesting. Matthew McConaughey, for the most part, was like the straight man. He wasn't really too much in one direction or the other, but that's okay because he's essentially the main character. And he's retiring, so it doesn't really right. matter. So, I mean, you can add things. Here. I, I would have liked more moments where he snaps, like the lion oh speech that wasn't real. But if he would have so had moments good. like that and then just relax back and go, I'm just retiring. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> just retiring. Me and my lovely wife. Um but yeah, it would have made more sense for sure. So here's the thing that I didn't understand, right? So obviously Hugh Grant is exaggerating the story. So every action scene he's exaggerating, you yeah. know. So he's exaggerating the scene with Matthew McConaughey's wife, where she has the gun and she shoots the two guys, I guess, and then he's about to like rape her or whatever. But then when you find out afterwards, it actually did went that go that way because I, 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 I pretty much went into the movie thinking I can't uh, I can't trust anything that he's saying. So all for all I know, these characters are alive. Even what, he's at dead. that point, he wasn't narrating that. He was narrating how... You don't think he was narrating that No, part? he wasn't narrating that. He was just essentially telling him, like, the Russians are coming after you guys. Um, and the Asian guy is going after his wife. Because mm. the whole point... See, that's that- confusing. Why have him narrate and, and purposely mis-narrate the movie and then show true things in there and then confuse people? Because at that, at that point, he was done narrating. At that point, he was telling him, look, this was going to happen. You know, the, the, the assassination attempt got fucked up. Mm. So this is what they're going to do now. They're going to come here, and we need to finish this before they get here. Right. Um, and then they're, they're, going to, they're going to kill him uh, during the... Remember, that's the, that's the point where, um, where Conor Farrell was, went, went to his car and the kids are like, oh, don't worry. We noticed this. We got you. We got you. Yeah, yeah. So that's because they were going to save Mickey. Yeah. So Hugh Grant didn't know any of that. He just mm-hmm. knew that they were going to assassinate him yes, at yes. that point. They were going to kidnap him in the car. And that's what he said, don't get in the car. And that's what he was texting him. Like, oh, don't get in the car. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Charlie Hunnam's character was texting right, Mickey, right. don't get into the car. And, and so he didn't know any of that. That was actually happening. But he, what he was narrating is the plan that was going to happen. Mm. He was not, he wasn't narrating how it, how it, how it was going to go down. He was just narrating like this is what's gonna happen because of X X X. it wasn't really like he was not narrating okay. that. That was not that was already yeah. happening in the moment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I watched that and I'm like, oh, this is part of his screenplay. And then I'm like, oh shit, he nah. really killed him. And I'm nah, like, nah, this nah, isn't nah. fake. At that point, he was just narrating what mm. was. What, he was not narrating. He was just letting him know of the plan. Oh, okay. Well, that was confusing. I didn't like that scene the way it made me think one thing and then it really was another. And I'm just like, that didn't make any sense yeah, to it me. Didn't. Uh, you could have showed it, but just do it differently. That that well, because of that again, what the fuck? Where the the part where this movie is fucking up is that the entire movie he spent narrating it to you, and narrating it in the sense of like he keeps interjecting in it, like he was. The, it kept cutting back and forth, and that confuses the audience. You know what I'm saying? It did. Instead of essentially being like, "Hey, this is the," he's gonna narrate it, 
And then when we're when we're back in that present time, it, the narration is over. And the mm. movie never really did that fully for you to understand that because he kept going in and out of the story, and 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 that's what affected it the most, you know. So I think if there would have been a clear narr- uh, clear narration point of beginning and end. But then there never mm-hmm. was because the whole entire movie, yeah, he was there to tell you about it. There was another minor subplot that I thought was essentially pointless. They could have found another way to have the Russians mad at them. Um, I didn't like that they had to do this whole subplot essentially of like the royal family's daughter's missing, and then they go in there and they find the junkie, and then they bring the royal, you know, the the, the royal like princess back to the family or whatever. Yeah, that was a and, and then there's a weird montage of action, and then suddenly it cuts to her like ODing, and then she dies, and the family's like mourning her, and I'm like, what was the point of that? There was no point. There was zero point to that. Essentially, the point was just to bring the Russian Oleg. Yeah, right? it was it was just to to so then for them to accidentally kill the junkie that was the uh, the Russian. That's essentially what it was to bring them. But there's other ways you could have done it without bringing in this whole other plot that didn't turn out to be anything. It didn't mean anything. And I think I think I think it would have been better if the guy he was trying to sell it to was trying to assassinate him, or even the Chinese were trying to assassinate him. I think that would have been an easier way to do it because they're already clans and characters already introduced. You know, groups that they were introduced. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking point of bringing in the Russian. There's no point of that. And the only the only few reasons that was there is for you to see what, how good Charlie Hunnam is, mm-hmm. because apart from that, you have never seen how good Charlie Hunnam is, right? Because he's a wasted character essentially. And introduce the Russian oligarch to get killed, the the Russian prince in order the Russian oligarch to come in and try to kill Mickey. That's the only reason that yeah. story existed, right? Because it, it, without that, Charlie Hunnam would be a, a pointless character, like even more pointless than what he is now. Mm-hmm. You and, and how are you gonna kill? How are you gonna try to kill Mickey? Yeah. They should have made the Russians a bigger part, a bigger presence from the beginning, because I, I felt like they were totally wasted. As or, well. or or not even bring him into the movie and just keep it to the Asians. Just keep it to the Asians and and the and, and the, the other guy's crew, which you never met. You right. just you just met the the the, the, the Hassad or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The Hassad yeah, yeah. people. That's all you saw. That's all you saw. Yeah, that's true. So it's kind of like why are you gonna introduce another thing that had make no sense, and you have to like. Just don't point, just keep it within that family yeah. of tr- that that yeah. that trinity of families. Yeah. He's no stranger. Uh, Guy Ritchie's no stranger to introducing a fuck ton of characters, but give them all their moment to shine. Yeah, and this one didn't do that because so. you, because of the narration. He wanted to have the narration, and the narration limited the movie. Yeah, and where the, it the narration go. definitely fucking slowed it down. But but I think even just the writing, it's aside from the narration. Like with, without the narration, it still would have been the same movie. In a way, because it kind of just would have been like, oh, this still isn't smart enough. No. Like, like the characters don't meet as, I don't know, it just wasn't tight. It wasn't a tight script. And it wasn't witty. It wasn't witty. Yeah. So. None of the characters were witty. None of them were, I don't know, like like you said, over the top. And yeah. it was just kind of, it was very dull. Definitely should have been over the top. That, yeah. that That's their mistake. That's what's made the other ones so fun. So Yeah. yeah. And they're all witty. And how they all kind of, how their stories kind of ended was in a witty fashion, you know? Yeah. Like it made sense. Like, oh, okay, I get it. And this one was trying to be too slick for itself. Mm-hmm. And it, it just kind of bored yeah. it down. So now that we kind of brought it up, Guy Ritchie, he's lost his mojo. Definitely. Yeah. So he, what, he did The Gentleman. He did Aladdin <clears throat> I didn't also like it. last year. He did uh, King Arthur. I uh, it was boring. I didn't like it. Uh, he did Man from Uncle, which I didn't see. It was all right. And he did the two Sherlocks. 
I saw one, but not two. I saw one as well, and I didn't care for one. Yeah. And then he did Rock and Roller, which I thought was decent. I didn't like Rock and Roller. And I, I, I thought it was decent. Uh, Revolver was very experimental. I didn't, I didn't like Revolver either. It's, I, got, I need to watch that again. I remember not liking it, though. And then, uh, oh, this one I didn't know he made. Apparently, he made a rom-com called Swept Away in 2002. I've never heard of it. Who's in it? That's so weird. That is weird. I never heard him. I did not know this one. It's got uh, Madonna. Oh, that's why he did it, because he was married to Madonna at the time. He made a movie for Madonna. Is that the gay one? Uh, Did she have a kid from a gay guy? I don't think so. I don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know. And then he did Star. Oh, shit. Another, Another Madonna one that I didn't know about. Jesus. Yep. And then he did Snatch. And Lockstock. And that's where I know him from. And he did a short film called Hard Case, which is probably really good. Well, Snatch and Lockstock is the very two move, first two movies. I like Snatch more than Lockstock. Yes, um, agreed. But but they're both excellent. Damn, he, so he hasn't really done shit for shit. a long time. So Madonna ruined him. I'm, I'm going to go out here and say it. Madonna ruined him. Isn't that what everybody says, though? I think I've heard that shit before. Oh, yeah. After he got with Madonna, he's just kind of like yeah. went downhill and, from and, there. And then he tried getting back to his other things, and he's not, he's, not, he's not having it. Yeah, dude, he's lost his mojo. I'm not looking forward to anything that he has yeah. coming up. I was looking forward to this because I thought it was it, a it back, like, yeah. I thought it was a return to form, yeah. but it was not. Ah, man. Madonna ruined him, dude. I, I heard that somewhere before. I'm, I'm, like, Madonna fucking destroyed him. <laughs> he's his, uh, she, she's his Yoko. He yeah. just, <laughs> <laughs> he's not creative anymore with mm-hmm. her. Or maybe he just had those two, and then he just sucked afterwards. Maybe, dude. It's possible. Man, if only he didn't date Madonna. <laughs> we'll, we'll never know. There's an alternate universe there somewhere that he he didn't date Madonna. And he probably still sucked. <laughs> <laughs> he probably still sucked. Well, it's probably when he does suck and when he's really good. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> all right, Pedro, any last words? No, man. That's about it. Yeah, I agree. Um, hope you enjoyed, uh, though. Actually, one more word. <laughs> we need more movies with Colin Farrell. Dude, I, I hate the... <laughs> All right, so th- this is my problem with all the, like a lot of these actors, right? Colin Farrell. I, I think I know where you're going with this. I wish he could do more shit, but yeah. nobody puts him on. Matthew McConaughey has lost a lot of his shit. Yeah. And I like him as an actor. I would like to see him in more stuff. There's, a, there's certain actors that... Uh, Colin Farrell is going to be Penguin in Batman, so there's that. That mm-hmm. that might be... Uh, that um, may bring uh, him back. Uh, uh, yeah. If the movie's good. If the movie's good. If the movie's good, it'll bring him back. Um, It's like, uh, what's his... Ah, fuck, I had his, I had his name in the tip of my tongue. Mickey Rourke? Nah, I don't, I don't really care about that guy. Um, the guy from Blade Runner. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. I wish I could see him in more stuff, but, you know, nobody gets him either. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's just weird. A lot of these good actors, and this movie had a lot of good actors in it, which is the crazy part. Well, it's not crazy because it's, it's Guy Ritchie. He's, he's got connections. So, I don't know, man. I just I, I wish I, lo- I, would like to, I would like to see a lot of these people in different things. Um, but anyways That's, that's it. it Pedro yeah, That's right. it man Hope you enjoyed this review Of The Gentleman uh, Don't check it out Unless <laughs> you're bored And see it on HBO Or something mm-hmm. Other than that Stay away Hope you enjoyed this review Follow us on uh, Social media platforms Hit us up DMs Comments You know what's up Till next time Bye bye <laughs>